All right, we're on. Hi, Avery. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm a little tired. I'm a yeah. little tired today. Yeah. I'd actually rather be taking a nap than doing anything else. I was drawing before we did this, so. Oh, I was working. And then I finished work and I was going to start watching the back of my eyelids and then we decided to do this. Yep. Okay. Well, this is a Split Perspectives podcast. And for personal reasons, we did not record last week. <laughs> I, or the week before, did we? No, we recorded the week before. And then the week before that, we didn't record. Uh, yeah, I feel like we are not being consistent right now. Yeah. Which is something we need to work on. Our lives are not consistent right now. Right. We're busy. We're busy gals. Oh, I love your nails so much. Thank you. Can I do that? Yeah, you can do that. Do you have the stuff to do that? Yeah. I think I need to do that today. Okay. Okay. All right. We're going to skip the chicken facts today because I wanted instead to talk about a family tragedy that occurred a short two weeks ago. Uh, my free-range chicken, Sweet D, hath gone to chicken heaven. Yeah. She, we believe, was snatched up by either an owl or a bobcat, some sort of predator, took her away and left only a few of her perfect feathers as a trace of her evidence left on this earth. Yeah. And I was a lot more upset than I thought I would be. I was very sad. I still kind of feel very sad about it. So she's gone. Um, which, you know, we knew her time was probably coming because the weather's getting nicer, which means the predators are out more. Yes. Just this afternoon, actually this morning, our neighbors saw two bobcats roaming in the middle of the road, like just in front of our house. And they don't usually come out during the day and they don't usually come out together. Things are getting spooky around here. Things are getting spooky. Yeah. So anyway, RIP to Sweet D. She was imperfect, but she was perfect to me. Yeah. That rhymed. That's really too bad. It was really too bad. I was very sad. So yeah, um, the rest of the hens are looking very tragic. I can't decide if they're – I'm just going to pretend they're in a state of mourning. Re- really, they don't care. They're just molting all their feathers, so they're not laying many eggs. Yeah. Just irritating. Except for Beyonce, who looks great. She looks flawless. Yeah. And she's also laying eggs. Queen Latifah also looks flawless. Like, her feathers have molted and come back, and she is actual perfection. But instead of laying eggs, she's just walking around looking pretty. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. I mean, what can you do? So, no chicken facts, just that Sweet D has crossed over the Rainbow Bridge. Yes. Yeah. You want to come in with our um, holidays? Yeah. So today, okay, so a couple interesting days here. (laughs) World Stroke Day, which, you know, my father, who is an icon, had a couple of strokes. And so it's kind of nice to think about those on this day. I don't know. Yeah, and it's weird. It's weird. It's weird the way that they phrase it. World Stroke Day, not Stroke Awareness Day. Not... Yeah. yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, it's weird. So let's just skip that and say it's National Oatmeal Day <laughs> or National Cat Day. Interesting. Remember that time you told me that you liked cats and I honestly was like, I don't I even one. know you. Ew, get out of here. We've got cats. They're outside looking for animals to eat. I don't want those cats. I see. Okay. Um... Monday the 30th is National Candy Corn Day, which we will not be celebrating in this house. No, we won't. Because the best way to eat candy corn is to open the bag up and dump it in, and the, dump trash. It in the trash. I don't trust people that like candy corn. And your brother and papa like candy corn, so. Yeah, no. Uh, October 31st, Halloween Day. It's also, also a National Doorbell Day. Interesting. Those things go hand in hand, I guess. Um, And National Caramel Apple Day, which, again, those things go hand in hand. Yeah. Wednesday the 1st is Day of the Dead. 
Which is great. Which is cool. And then World Vegan Day. So make sure you kick a vegan. Is that not what they mean? I hate how they have <laughs> their own day. I I think I would argue every day is vegan day to vegans. Yeah, every day. When yeah. do we get a day? Yeah, when do meat eaters get a day? When is National Carnivore Day? It probably is a real thing. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, November 2nd. This is so stupid. National Men Make Dinner Day. Men make dinner. Women don't. Like, it's just dumb. Yeah, there's dumb holidays this week. And then also it's International Day to End Impunity for Crimes Against Journalists. Wow. (laughs) That's too long of a day. Yeah. We're canceling that day. That day's canceled. Okay. uh, Friday, November 3rd, World Jellyfish Day. Which I've been stung by one of those, so I'd like them not to have a day. And then Saturday the 4th is National Bison Day. Oh, it's also National Chicken Lady Day. Oh, you're a chicken lady. It's my day. I'll take that day. You're claiming that day? I'm claiming it. That's National Chicken Lady Day. That's for me. And then that's it. That's it for the days. All right. So this week we're going to talk about Matthew... Perry. Perry. That's his name. Oh, it's so fresh. Yeah. Which is really too bad. It's really too bad. I'm really sad. Yeah. He died. I mean, Luke Perry, then Matthew Perry. Are they related or no? No. I mean, I don't think so. That's really too bad. One was a heartthrob sex symbol, and the other one was a comedian. He died yesterday. Yeah. That's too bad. Broke Broke... The story at our Halloween hangout, not party, because that's not what we did. It was a hangout. Yeah. It's really quite sad. Well, let's get a little background. Okay. If it'll load. <laughs> LOL. Okay. So he was born August 19th in 1969, mm-hmm. and he was an American and Canadian actor. Oh, as we know, he starred as Chandler Bing in Friends from 1994-2004. He also appeared in Ally McBeal in 2002 and received Primetime Emmy Award nominations for his roles in The West Wing and The Ron Clark Story. Hmm. He gained the leading role in the NBC series Studio 60 and Sunset Strip, which aired from 2006 to 2007. Yep. My glasses just... Oh, the microphone. <laughs> um, he also became known for his leading film roles in Fool's Rush, Almost Hero, Three to Tango, The Whole Nine Yards, Serving Sarah, The Whole Ten Yards, and Seventeen Again. Love The Whole Nine Yards. Such a funny movie. What about The Whole Ten Yards? I saw that too. And it was really funny as well. Bruce Willis is in it. He plays a gangster. It's really good. Like a mobster. Really good movies. Interesting. Seventeen Fool's Again. Rush I never saw, I don't think. Does it? Isn't Seventeen again? It's Zac Efron's in it. I have no idea. Is he? Yeah, he is. It's oh. yeah, because Zac Zac Efron before is, his jaw looked weird or after. Before. It was before. It was like a what? Two thousand nine. Oh yeah, yeah. So way before. Okay. Like when he still was good looking. R.I.P. to his face. <sighs> it is too bad. And then he also voiced Benny in the video game Fallout New Vegas. Oh. New yeah, New Vegas. I read that, and I thought that's not right. New it Vegas? Is. New Vegas. Okay. All right. As opposed um, to old shitty Vegas? Yeah, I guess. Okay. Well, he was born in Williamston, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. His mother, Suzanne Mary Morrison, was born in 1948 and is a Canadian journalist who served as a press secretary to the Canadian Prime Minister, Pierre Trudeau. Oh. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I wonder if he's related to the current Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, who sucks. Probably. <laughs> okay. And then his father, John Bennett Perry, is an American actor and a former model. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. So his parents separated when he was one. His mother married a Canadian broadcast journalist, Keith Morrison. He was raised by his mother mostly in Ottawa, Ontario, but he lived briefly in Toronto and Montreal. Okay. His mother had 
four children with Morrison, Caitlin, Emily, Will, and Madeline. And his dad had a daughter named Maria with his second wife, Debbie Boyle. Okay. Matthew- As an update, Justin Trudeau is Pierre Trudeau's son. Oh. Okay. Cool. Matthew attended Rockcliffe Park Public School for elementary school alongside future, future Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Oh. We're a full circle. That was a full circle moment. Yeah. He attended Ashbury College, a boarding school in Ottawa. Okay. By age 10, Perry started misbehaving. He stole money, smoked, let his grades slip, and beat up Trudeau in a fight during fifth grade. <laughs> okay, what a hero. I know. We love that he beat up Justin Trudeau. Thank that's you for that. hilarious. Yeah, that's funny. Um, Perry began drinking alcohol at age 14 and was drinking alcohol every day by age 18. Oh. Which is really too bad. That's really sad. When in Canada, honestly. Yeah, what else are you going to do? Freeze? Yeah. Chase geese around? Anyways. Okay. He took a keen interest in tennis and became top-ranked junior player in Canada with the possibility of a tennis career. However, at age 15, he moved from Ottawa to Los Angeles to live with his father and the competition there was tougher. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. So, too bad. At 15, he studied acting at Buckley School, a college preparatory school in Sherman Oaks, Los Angeles, and graduated in 1987. While in high school, he took improvisational, improvisational, that's it, improvisational mm-hmm. com- comedy classes at LA Connection in Sherman Oaks. Okay. Which is so interesting. Mm-hmm. He ma- He had a lot of small parts when he was younger like 240 robert he was a child not necessarily the news charles in in charge (gasps) i loved that show i love charles in charge that was one of his that was like his third acting role silver spoons loved that too second chance which is later called boys will be boys if you know what that is i Mm -mm. don't um a Night in the Life of Jimmy Reardon, Growing Pains. Growing Pains. I loved that show, too. Yeah. And then Drunk Driving Crash. Ooh. Oh, that's not a movie. <sighs> oh, did he have a drunk driving crash? No, he didn't. Okay. Oh. <laughs> growing. I'm sorry. This was confusing. Okay. All of, like, the movies are in blue. Uh-huh. And then that was in drunk. And that was also in blue. What is it? It just explains Growing Pains. It's Carl Seaver's boyfriend, Sandy, who dies in a hospital after a drunk driving crash. Oh, wow. That's, yeah, that's That was the episode he was in. Yeah. Okay. All right. His name's Sandy in it. That's too bad. Good thing he died off. A guy named Sandy. Gross. Oof. I have a real problem with men with women's names like that. Yeah. Like, this is my husband, Emily. My (laughs) husband, Tracy. Like, no thanks. Shannon. It's my husband, Ew. Shannon. Like Aubrey or Audrey. What's his name? Drake's name? Aubrey. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Gross. That's right. Disgust. Why would you do that? I don't know. I don't understand that. Like, be respectable. Like, The weekend. His name's Abel. That's a – well, it's a biblical name, right? Yeah, but I think. still, silly nonetheless. But any man named a lady's – it also confuses me as a person. Like, Kelly – is not an abnormal name for a man. It should be. Oh yeah. Um Tracy, Shannon, those names are odd for me for a man. I don't know. I I ran across someone the other day who had a lady name. Anyway. No. Yeah. I got stuck in my throat. Oh, <laughs> I need a little I need a drink. Well, because you're eating chips and salsa. It's so spicy. It's really spicy. What I saw you walk in with that plate, and I was like, "Aren't you brave?" It is so spicy. Your face is red. Really? Yeah. That last one really got me. It was really spicy. I got a bone to pick what? with that guy who made that salsa yesterday. I, I love his salsa, so but it's so spicy. I think I need to mix it with milk. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> Ew! It's so spicy for me. I'm kind of a sissy, but it really – it got to me. I'm a sissy too, but I can handle a little spice. That is too much. Yeah. It's too much. Yep. It's too much. All right. All right. So I digress. <laughs> I digress. So 
that's like his acting roles. He did struggle with addiction to Vicodin Oof. after a jet ski accident. Um, and then he completed a 28-day rehab program after that. Mm-hmm. And then his weight fluctuated a lot. So he dropped to like 145 pounds. You could wa- you could see it on Friends. And yeah. You could watch him up and down on Friends with weight. It was really sad. Yeah. And then at age 30, he suffered from alcohol-induced pancreatitis, which is too bad. Mm-hmm. He entered a rehab in 2001 for addiction to Vicodin, methadone, amphetamines, and alcohol. Oh, my God. 15 years later, he real he – Revealed that due to his addiction issues, he did not remember three years of the time he was acting on Friends between seasons three and six. Wow. Yeah. Gosh, that's so sad. It is too bad. In 2018, Perry spent five months in a hospital for gastrointestinal perforation. During the hospital Perforation? Yeah. Yeah. During the hospital stay, Perry nearly died after his colon burst from opioid abuse. Oh. He spent two weeks in a coma and used a colostomy. Yes, Uh a colostomy bag for nine months. Upon being admitted to the hospital, doctors told his family that Perry had a 2% chance of survival. He is connected to an extracorporeal membrane oxygenation machine, which breathes for him. My gosh. Yeah. Um, he, and then two years later, he faked pain in Switzerland to get 1,800 milligrams of Oxycontin per day. Oh my God. Which is a lot. That's a lot. And was having daily ketamine infusions. He was giving propofil in conjunction with surgery, which stopped his heart for five minutes, the resulting cardinal pulmonary recitation. CPR. CPR. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, and that resulted in eight broken ribs. That's intense CPR. Yeah. Wow. He paid $175,000 for a private jet to take him from Los Angeles, from Switzerland to Los Angeles to get more drugs, and then spent another $175,000 to take him back to Switzerland. That is in Saint three hundred thousand dollars, right? Three hundred and fifty four. Yeah. yeah, just to go and get more drugs. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! And then in twenty twenty two, it was estimated that nine million dollars was spent on his addiction, including fourteen stomach surgeries, fifteen stays in rehab, as well as six thousand alcohol anonymous anonymous meetings and therapy twice a week for thirty years. Just this is the sad. That is such a sad story. I know. I mean, it's really sad that he struggled. It's almost shocking that he lived as long as he did with all I know, of those that's what I'm saying. With all of those things that he had. He did lobby the U.S. Con- Congress as a celebrity spokesperson for the National Association of Drug Court Professionals in support of funding for drug courts. Okay. He received the Champion Recovery Award in May 2013 from the White House Office of National Drug control policy for opening Perry House, a rehab center for his former in his former mansion in Malibu, California. Oh wow. Um it's and like he really wanted to be I know clean. he really wanted to be better. Oh which is really hard. It's really sad. During COVID, he launched an apparel line inspired by friends which proceeds donated to the World Health Organization COVID nineteen relief fund. Okay. So he paid your stimulus checks. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Perry, for that. So, um, yesterday, he was found unresponsive in his hot tub by his assistant at his home in Pacific Palisades, Los Angeles, and later pronounced dead by officers from the L.A. Police Department. According to police, the cause of death is unknown, but there were no signs of foul play. Yeah, they said drown- he drowned. Yeah, so pretty much he pulled a one to Whitney Houston. Now he's dead. That's so sad. This is a very eye-opening thing to chat about with a teenager because drugs are bad. Yeah, drugs are drugs are bad. He won so many awards. Well, he was a wonderful actor. Like, I loved he won watching Friends. So many awards. Yeah. Well, he was nominated for a lot, but he won one, two, three, four, five. 
six awards and was nominated for like a million. Wow. So. It's really sad because it it sounds like he was lobbying for better drug, pres- like prescription drug protocol. Yeah. There are so many actors that have died from, ac- quote, accidental overdose because they go and shop doctors. Yeah. To get drugs. It's too bad. It is too bad. And that's why I know it sounds crazy, but that's why we are so don't take a pill. Don't take anything from anybody because it's not just that one pill could kill you. It could, but that one pill could start your addiction. Yeah. And, and then it's over and being addicted to that stuff is, is a death sentence at some point in your life because it wreaks havoc on your body. Yeah. And it takes hold of you. Yeah. Wow, you really chose a heavy topic, huh? Yeah. So that that happened yesterday. Rest in peace. Yeah. There's a lot of um, all the Friends episodes always started like the one where they did this, the one whatever. Today I read something that said the one where we lost a friend. Oh, and I'm like, that's, that's so, so sad. sad. It's really, really, really sad because I think addicts create a lot of enemies in their path yeah just simply because they are addicts yeah and some of his he made mention in his he just wrote a book not long ago and i watched a special i think it was diane sawyer somebody who had him who had him on and did a special on his book and watching him talk you could tell he's just not who he used to be and he made a comment that jennifer aniston always made it a point to check in on him oh she always. seems like such a wonderful she woman she really does i'd love to be friends with her i should have my people call her people you should see if we can chat over smart water she can give me some tips on how not to age drink in front of the fountain of youth yeah anyway that's really really sad that's a very heavy topic i looked back at his instagram because they, they said 15 days ago he posted a really eerie picture of him in the same hot tub that he died in. Oh, weird. And it's like some of the stuff he was posting was really cryptic and strange. Weird. Which could mean that he hopefully did not, but he fell off the wagon. Yeah. Well... That's too bad. You don't have to worry about drugs taking you out because if you ever take them, I will take you out myself. All right. Sounds good. Murder. I'm talking about murder. <laughs> murder. I'm talking about murder. Okay. So anyway, you want to go into something lighter before I absolutely cry? Yeah. So we're going to cut it really quick um, to avoid losing all of our footage like we did <sighs> Please. on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about Britney Spears. Oh, <laughs> yeah, bring, bring it on. All right. And we're back. Okay. All right. So, Britney Spears. It's Britney, bitch. <laughs> should I put that in? Yeah, you should put it in. I feel like I should put it in like before right, we start it. Yeah, yeah, before we start it. Do it. I'm going to. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, the book is called The Woman and Me, mm-hmm. which is interesting. And in this book, she has a song. Yeah. Yeah. She recounts her rise to fame, struggles that became tabloid fodder, and her efforts to escape a conservatorship that long governed her life. Jamie Spears, the father, is an enemy. The the father. He's an enemy of everybody. Yeah. Myself included. Honestly. Piece of shit. So... She recalls that the 13 years in the conservatorship, she was fighting it for a really long time, like behind the scene, like behind the scenes, she was fighting it and then she just gave up. Yeah. Um, she, her father, James P. Spears, mm-hmm. 
had been put in charge of her affairs in 2008 after she was twice ho- hospitalized for involuntary psychological assessments. At times over the years followed, she per- pushed back privately, but ultimately her exhaustion and fear of losing access to her two sons, one out, two sons, one out, and so she just didn't want to lose them, which is interesting because she doesn't really talk to them now. Correct. Yeah. But I feel like it's kind of sad. Yeah. Oh, I think it's very sad. It's really sad because it's like she wanted to be a part of their lives and now, like, she's not. It is. And this is, like, the price of fame with yeah. some, some of these folks, which is really sad. Yeah. Yeah. Because she is a mess. Yeah, she's a mess. I mean, she is a hot mess. But I feel like we just could have gone about about it a lot differently. Of course. And this could have been not – this could have not happened. Yeah. I don't know. Um, She said in the memoir, I knew they could restrain my body any time they wanted to, so I went along with it. My freedom in exchange for naps with my children. It was a trade I was willing to make. That's sad. So when she says she never – like, when people say she never did anything for her kids, like – she did. Oh, I think she definitely did. I do like, think she did. She did. This is classic pop star, though. It happened to Elvis Presley. It happened to Michael Jackson. The bigger the pop star, the greater the hold whoever has on you. Your manager, your momager, your mom, your dad, whoever it is. Yeah. But the difference between her dad and Kris Jenner is like... Chris Jenner makes her kids into millionaires. Right. While supporting billions them. Billions and billions and billions. billions, and billions. And I don't care what people say about Chris Jenner. No, she knows exactly what you're doing at all times. 100%. I just, yeah. And all her kids are set up for life. And they honestly. She had a talk show. Horrible. Like, called like Conversations with Chris or something like that. Okay. It was K. Conversations oh, with K. Conversations with Chris. <laughs> I think that's what it was called. It was something like that. There was a meme going around when Bruce Jenner chose his name as a, as his lady name, Caitlyn Jenner. Because she spelled – Caitlyn spells her name C-A-I-T-L-I-N. Oh, really? And there was this meme going around of Kris Jenner, like, angry yelling. And it was like, how could you spell Caitlyn with a C? <laughs> Not a K like the rest of them. Anyway, it was really good. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, that's just so funny. Like – Anyways, but yeah, they okay. had a lot of failed brands. I just watched a video on it, like how many failed brands they had. The Kardashians? Yeah. This is just classic. You have to fail a few times. It's so interesting. They had books. Yeah. Like <laughs> crazy. They had a store in Calabasas. That was like their first yeah. thing. And and Kim Kardashian, I think, made started making money by – was she organi- organizing or selling celebrity – like she would – Go in, organize your closet, and sell all the things that you didn't want to sell. Like you didn't want to keep and make commissions on it. So she was selling like Paris Hilton stuff. Yeah, and you know that's how she started making money. Yeah, and they they now have a like a online store that's like the Kardashian closet with K. Closet with K. So you can shop, and it's like the uh, shop my closet. Some of the ugliest. Like Chris's clothes are so ugly. Oh yeah. It's yeah. so funny. It's called Fashion Avery. We'd know a thing about it. I know, but I don't think they do either. Fashion. So she talked about Justin Timberlake. Pissed. I'm pissed. So she said that the release of Timberlake's music video, Crimea River, in which, in which has she describes it, a woman who looks like me cheats on him and wanders around sad in the rain yeah life imitating art imitating life <laughs> life okay. imitating when, art imitating like life. this is just normal um and she viewed the media as portraying her as a harlot who'd broken the heart of america's golden boy and she said in reality i was comatose in louisiana and he was happily running around in hollywood Brittany, back up <laughs> Br- back up Brittany. Because both of you went on to have very successful careers post-breakup. I mean, Justin Timberlake was very successful with Justified and the sexy love, whatever. The, all sexy his, love. Yeah, all his albums were pretty good. 
really good. And she also went on to have a very successful career after her bubblegum pop phase. And I would argue that her Slave for You video, pretty slutty, which is fine. Pretty. But are you telling me that that was because of just you were a harlot. You created that on your image yourself. <laughs> and you know what? Own it. As Lisa Rinna would say, own it. Uh, own it. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> um, she recounts in detail the decision to get an abortion after she became pregnant while in a relationship with Timberlake. She said she didn't view the pre- pregnancy as a tragedy, but he thought that they were too young, leading her to agree not to have the baby. Okay. I mean. Sad. It's very sad. It is sad, but. But also. um. The trajectory of her life would say that, did we make the wrong decision? But I don't know. Because mm-hmm. I, I Could it I have am, changed everything. That's what I'm saying. I'm sitting here thinking. Yeah. Could have her life have been a lot better had she had that baby? Maybe. Potentially. Yeah. Maybe Justin Timberlake would have grown up, been a dad. He's a dad now. He's a dad now, but he could have been a dad then and yeah. maybe saved her from conservatorship. Listen, nobody knows what what could have happened. So I will say that's an L for sure. It is an L. It's an L for sure. But also, they were young, right? 20 or something like that? I have no idea. It doesn't say. It's an impossible situation to be in as a 20-year-old, I'm sure. So I just hate that we're talking about this and trying to damage his career 20 years later. It's like, okay. Even Lance Bass came out and supported Justin Timberlake. It was like, guys, I hope people can find it in their hearts to forgive him for something that was very private that they went through together. Yeah, she was – I'm trying to find. Like, I, I can't find it. The so, age at which she was? Yeah, because it was from 1999 until 2002. When they were together. Yes. She's my age. I think she's maybe slightly older than me. So I don't know. So, yeah, 20 years ago, probably. Yeah. Yeah. How old was... Ah. Oh, she was 18 in 1999. Okay. So, oh, she's often referred to as the princess of pop. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah, it's cute. It's cute. Yeah, she's 41. Okay, yeah, so she's older, just a little older than me. All right. Yeah, so she was like 18-ish, and then Justin would have been 23. Okay. If the math is mathing. In 1999, but they dated until 2002. Yeah. So I assume that she was probably like 19 or 20. Yeah, okay. Um. So she said, in, the, in her book, she said that Timberlake had caused – so much pain and she confirms a longtime rumor when she said she kissed the choreographer wade robson mm-hmm. during her relationship with timberlake but she suggests that her behavior was related to the rumors of timberlake's unfaithfulness mm-hmm. um spears recalls that the interview as a breaking point for her i felt like i had been exploited she writes set up in front of the whole world well, that's the big thing is all her mistakes and all the things she went through happened right in front of everybody. Yeah. You know? Um, she said, with my head shaved, everyone was scared of me, even my mom. Flailing those weeks without my children, I lost it over and over again. I didn't really know how to take care of myself. Yeah. Yeah. Really so sad. She had throws of severe postpartum depression abandonment by my husband and the torture of being separated from my two babies and the death of my adorned aunt sandra and the constant drumbeat of pressure from the paparazzi i begin to think in some ways like a child she still seems acts that way yeah she still acts very childlike so she said i know i had been acting wild but there's nothing i'd done that justified their treating me like i was a bank robber nothing that justified a upending my entire life she describes the decision being the decision as being made by her father along with the support of her mother and business manager louise taylor known as blue who has denied being an architect of the conservatorship 
Jamie Spears has long defended his involvement as an effort to protect his daughter from financial exploitation. But he financially exploited her. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So. He absolutely did. And who are you now, James? Nobody. Exactly. She said, too sick to choose my own boyfriend and yet somehow healthy enough to appear on sitcoms and morning shows and perform in front of thousands of people in a different part of the world every week. Um, From that point on, I began to think that he saw me as just put on the earth for no other reason to help their cash flow. Elsewhere, Spears recalls her father saying, I'm Britney Spears now. That's what I read. I read that he said he was her, and I'm like, that's really weird. Yeah. Weird. I mean, it's interesting because there was a lot of drama, I remember, because I lived in it. Yeah. I remember when she started dating Kevin Federline, who is the boy's father. Yeah. That there were rumors that they started dating when his baby mama was pregnant with their second child. And whether it's true or not, there are rumors that Brittany was in a blacked out SUV outside the hospital when he brought him there so he could go up and witness his birth, the birth of his child. Wow. Like, like they were having a torrid affair. He was a backup dancer. And so not that two wrongs don't make a right, obviously, but it's like you're going to come out and talk all this shit about Justin Timberlake and all these terrible things that you guys did to each other when you were 19 and 20 years old. Yeah. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying relationships can – they suck when you're that age a lot of times. And now you're all, oh, Justin did this and whatever. He's a married father now. Yeah. It's like silly. I think it's silly, but I do think that like that and plus everything else, like that was one of the starting points of her going downhill. The great demise of Britney Spears. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And just being thrust into the spotlight like that. Yeah. And she said any pushback was ignored and or minimized she said i even mentioned the conservatorship on a talk show in 2016 but somehow part of that interview didn't make it to the air yeah oh it the business of britney spears and like what the conservatorship did to her and what her family did to her ultimately it's actually like it's abusive yeah it's really sad i really want to read the book i kind of really want to read it it's like 275 pages, which is not that bad. I could get through that in a day and a half. That's what I'm saying. Like, Uh-huh. That's not a lot. I'm a fast reader. Yeah, but yeah. Wow. So. I hope that she gets – I hope that you find what you're looking for, Brittany. I hope that you find what you're looking for. Because it is sad to watch her in, in the situation she's still in. Watching it play out, it's like, okay – She's obviously still in the middle of a breakdown. But I also think it's okay that she's responsible for herself now. Yeah, that's good. I think there's just so many things that we could have done. Not we. I mean, saying we is in. We failed her. Not not us, but her family. <laughs> I bought her, listen, I bought her CDs. Like, there's so many things that her family could have done to just stop this from happening. Yeah. But, I mean. Oh, yeah. They didn't protect her. No, not a, not even a little bit. I mean, same thing with Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson was was not protected. People just used him and used him and used him, and then he died. Yeah. Same with Elvis Presley. These huge pop icons, it's really sad to see what people just use them and suck them dry and financially benefit so greatly that they can't see any other way, I guess. Yeah. Is that crazy? It is crazy. Aren't you glad I didn't put you on the Disney Channel <laughs> when you were little? This could be you. Yeah. This could be you. It could be me. All right. So the buzz around the internet. Oh, we're moving on. Okay. Let's move on. Yeah, we're moving on. So the buzz around the internet right now is that Lily Reinhart looks like Brittany Murphy. She does look like Brittany Murphy. creepy. R.I.P. to Brittany Murphy. Yeah. It's incredibly depressing who had a very strange death what happened to her she died of like they say pneumonia or something like that oh remember and and it was like really controversial because they were like no way no what happened was there was mold right because then her husband died 
not long later. Like a year later. Yeah. And did her mom die too? I don't her know. Her mom ended up like living with her husband and sharing the same bed and stuff. It was weird. There's a whole seri- documentary on that too. But yeah, like apparently there was like a leak and it like, yeah, there was a leak and it. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty dang sad. And then I also, but that's like the thing right now. Like that's like what people are talking about. They're talking about that they're, they look super similar, which is incredibly accurate. Like it is like, this is crazy. Show me a side by side. That's really spooky. Like, looks just like each other. That's really, really And it's really spooky. sad. Like, right before she died in an interview, she was saying, I like, she wanted to be a mother. Like. Yeah. It's really sad. It is really, really sad. And then I also wanted to talk about how much I thought that Emma Mackey, Emma Mackey. I don't know who that is. And Margot Robbie were the same person in the Barbie movie. I'll show you. Yeah, show me. We also had a Ken at our Halloween party yesterday. Caden, oh. Kate, Caden came through in the Ken costume, and it was like, "All right, we're back." Yeah. Um. So Margot Robbie and Emmy, e- Emma Mackey. Look yeah, really they similar. do definitely look similar. It's kind of freaky. <sighs> I would say wacky. It's kind of wacky. Gross. Still um, not used to it, huh? No. Okay. Still bad. I have to say, Avery, I'm really tired. Just so in general, tired. I'm, so <laughs> I'm tired. physically exhausted. I'm so tired. Yeah, <laughs> did you draw a squirrel? Look at it. He's, so He's really cute. And then I also drew him r- running away. Oh, peacing out. Oh yeah, cute. Yeah, cute. Thanks. I'm almost done with this book, actually. That's cool. I was yawning, which is why we had that weird pause because yeah. I need a nap. Yeah. 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 Ow. Hit your toe? No, I like did this, but like really hard. Ow. Yeah. Pretty much broke my pinky toe. No, I didn't. Being dramatic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I did just want to say that I just listened to a like podcast of someone talking about like the modern teenager. Mm-hmm. And what was that for? <laughs> oh my god! Because you're Never not mind. like the modern teenager. Never mind. No, go for it. I want to hear mind. it. No, I'm done. No, I want to hear about it. I'm done. Tell me about the I'm modern teenager. And you know how I was talking about the other day that like the last really good generation of high school is like done. Yeah. Like they left. They're done. Mm-hmm. Like they're adults now. And I didn't even. Like I'm just gonna I'm coming up with a revelation right now, but I it's not me. I this person came up with the revelation and it truly changed my life. Okay. And they said the reason that the gap between like being an adult and being a kid is like narrowing and the reason that teenagers are becoming like way different than it was before is because there's no spaces for teenagers to be teenagers okay like everybody's watching something on streaming right which mm-hmm. is not they're not targeting a specific audience it's just oh. everybody's watching it mm-hmm. you can social media you is for everybody everybody's on social media and so it's become a competition between teenagers and adults on everything because uh-huh. like when i was younger there was team nick there was disney channel nobody has cable anymore yep. if you do you're not watching it yep there were no targeted ads to teens. No, there were. I mean, there were. They're not anymore. There's none. Like, we'll be watching a show on Hulu as a family, and all the ads that come up are for HIV medication. Yeah. Which is not targeted at children. Yeah. There's no, like, even the VMAs and the MT- MTV is gone. Like, yep. Yeah, just, you're not wrong. There's no spaces that are specifically targeted towards teens. Like Disney had the Teen Choice Awards. Yep. And they still have them, but nobody watches them and nobody talks about them. Because you have to stream because that's all. It used to be what's on TV. Yes. You like, used to watch what's on TV. Right. Now you have so many Interesting. options. Interesting. Like my Friday nights is TGIF. Yeah. It's Friday night and the mood is right. 
Gonna have some fun. Show me how it's done. T-G-I-F. And as stupid as that is, like it's it was great. It's great. We looked forward to it. And now all these people are like so excited that iCarly and Victorious and things like that are on Netflix because it's like you're actually reliving like what it was to be a teenager doing things. Right. Like even the malls, like I don't know about any of you, you know, our one Canadian listener. Yeah. And our one Russian. No, German. German. Um, but here in the great state of Arizona, our malls are going to shit. They are terrible. They're and terrible. that is where teenagers hang out. Yeah. And there are stores like Hollister and Abercrombie. Abercrombie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really hard for me to say. Yeah. I have a hard time saying Abercrombie. That. Are that are specifically targeted towards teenagers are going away due to online shopping. Yep. You're not going to the mall anymore to go and hang out. Yeah. You're going to the mall because you have to go get something and you regret going to the mall after you're there. Yeah. Like Very interesting thought process on it because I never really thought about that, but you're not wrong. It's totally. just so interesting. Mm-hmm. And like even like last night, I went to several house parties and they all sucked so bad. Yeah. And that's what teenagers do. They go and party, but it sucks. It's not fun. Yeah. It's fun because you're with friends, but... The fun part is driving around with your friends. Yes. The yeah. fun, it's not the actual party. There's just nowhere for teenagers to actually be teenagers anymore. Yeah. Interesting. And the teenager was actually created in the 1940s as a product of consumerism. What do you mean? Oh, do you not know about this? No. Okay, let me do a little deep dive into teenagers okay. right now. Because I did not know that. So, teenagers were created by American, cons- like, by American companies to the so what happened in like the 1930s after the great depression they were looking for men to get more jobs which means they were pushing teenagers and children out of the workplace and making it illegal for teenagers and children to child labor laws child labor laws Mm -hmm. now that is where high schools came around instead of local schoolhouses for kids okay it was high schools now all of these kids who are 13 to 18 or whatever, are now going to a different school. And now these American companies are realizing, oh, these people have so much more time on their hands because they're not going to school and working. They're just going to school. Oh, okay. And then they called them teenagers. And it was creating another market for them to sell things to. Oh, uh, interesting. And that was the 1940s. Did you learn that in your econ class? I did not. I learned it like just now. That's really cool. But, so that's why we even have the teenagers. And so now the whole question is, are teenagers actually necessary anymore? Because you're just selling them to whoever. Or are we going to kill them all? No, that's... Or are we just going to kill the term teenager? Oh, the term, not the actual teenagers. Because I just think that's very final. (laughs) (laughs) It seems a little So, anyways, yeah. It was just wild. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's fascinating. I would never think about that. Yeah. I loved my teenager time. Yeah, but you had specific places that you went yeah. as a teenager. Like, your Fiesta mom wasn't mall. going to the mall. And yeah. Fiesta Mall now, you get trafficked. Well, Fiesta Mall is now gone. Oh, it's Fiesta Mall has been demoed. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's creepy to go look at it. Yeah, and now all the malls are a really good place to get trafficked. Yeah, absolutely. It's just terrifying. Like, there's just nowhere to be a teenager. I know. That's a bummer. Like, you, you went to, like, the roller rink. I did go to the roller All rink. the time. Yeah, I did. Skateland. Like, the early 2000s and, like, the 90s and the 80s were the last times the teenagers were able to be teenagers. I think, like, yeah, that's where we hung out was, like, we'd go to the mall. We'd go to, you know, house parties. We would – I didn't go to the roller rink when I was a teenager, though. That was mostly, like – it was junior high, so early teens. Yeah. Yep. You're not wrong. So, anyways, that really got me going today. Mm-hmm. And that's all I have to say about it. I mean, so, you're kind of trapped in uh, – you are in a situation where you might be obsolete. I know. I'm obsolete. Yeah. I'm no longer needed because moms want to be teenagers again. Not me. I loved being a teenager, but I like being a 40-year-old. No, I'm saying, like, the clothes that you wear oh, sure. are similar to – like, not all the time. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, the clothes that you wear – you buy them from places that are marketed to teenagers and adults. Like Old Navy? Like Old Navy. Yeah. No, Old Navy's kind of a mom store. 
That's where I like to shop. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying like Target, like yeah. you shop. Yes. At Target, but so does everybody else. Target right. isn't a Hollister. Target isn't made for teenagers. Yep. But now Hollister is going obsolete. I have a Hollister sweater that you like to borrow. Yeah, exactly. Very interesting. And you shopped at Hollister and you uh-huh. have jeans from Hollister, but so do I. Right, exactly. So there's just, I'm not special is what I'm trying to say. You are no longer I'm no special. longer special. You were special in the 30s and now you do not matter. It was the 40s, but. Okay, really the 40s, but you do not matter now. Yep. Okay, that's sad. Sorry about that. Well, RIP to teenagers. But anyways, I just thought I had a really, I'm, a, I'm actually going through an existential crisis because of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you want <gasps> me to get you help? <laughs> Do you need to seek help for your better help? Listen, better help. <laughs> this is sponsored by Better Help, where you can call and talk about the fact that you are no longer a teenager. You are just here. A You're person. just a person now. You're just a I'm person. I'm just a person. How sad. Mm-hmm. I'm middle aged. Yeah, but you're an adult. I am an adult, barely. But an adult nonetheless. Mm-hmm. What else? Um, that's it. Nothing else you want to talk about? No. That's it. So I can go take a nap now, which is really neat. Yep. And I have to leave. There was something importante to discuss right here. Right here, right now? Now I don't remember because I went and sat outside in the sun with the chickens while we were on a break. Yeah. And now I want to take a nap. Well, I'll leave you with that. Okay. Existential thought. Um and we're gonna we're gonna end And then we're gonna get we're gonna get back on the horse. Get back on the horse. We're not gonna wait another two weeks. Unless we do. You know what? Avery, I have to say I'm really tired. (laughs) I'm tired. (laughs) tired. Notice how that scandal fell off. Yeah, where'd it go? Because I think everybody Because we talked about it. Yeah. They were like, (laughs) listen to split perspectives because their perspective on it is really refreshing. Yeah. And all we said was that it was an overreaction. It was an overreaction, yeah. Because it was. I really do follow that guy on Instagram, and I don't know why I hate myself for it, too, because he's just really hard to look at. <laughs> Not because he's ugly, but because my brain is like, oh, you have a full beard, very nice hair, and you're wearing a skimpy dress. Yeah. And I'm just very tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm so tired. Okay. Well... That's it for today. We're going to wrap it here. See you next week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Do, 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 do. <laughs>